Hi there, and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. May all sentient beings be happy. This podcast is an excerpt from the 2016 Samadhi retreat up on Holy Island in Scotland. It's a very good point, and this is probably a question that everybody's asking as well. If it's so bloody good to be in the open space, why am I so? Why do we bother scrunching up? Why? Why does the ego constrict if it's also lovely and blissful in the open space? And this is where the you know the Buddha is a total genius because he sees he explains very clearly in a way that's kind of kind of. You know, very little, very little talked about, but I think it's really important. He explains very clearly how ego arises and why it arises. Do you say good? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's good that he no, explains no, it. It, 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 it. That he explains it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Luckily. Luckily, the master, you know, two and a half thousand years ago, and it is extraordinary how unbelievably detailed and uh, wise and articulate this, you know, this thinker was, and all the subsequent peoples who've, who've worked with his thinking. He talks about, and I'm using Chugyan Trumpa, who's Reggie's teacher, and Reggie's my teacher, so I'm using his explanation of how ego arises. He talks about a basic awareness, so a basic experience of the world which is very open. Just, it's very open. You know, there's flows between, there's not much distinction between you and me. It's just a feeling of energy moving, doing stuff in the world. It's a very open experience. There's no separation. Everyone's very connected and interconnected. It's a very open, spacious quality, the very quality that we're trying to um, generate. And then the Buddha speaks about five steps of constriction. Five steps of constriction. And they all begin with a moment of fear. It's very interesting in the Hindu scriptures, not that the Buddha is a Hindu, but in the Hindu scriptures, in the, in the creation myth, there's void and nothingness, and then there is the thought, I am and then the very next thing that happens is fear arises. Because as soon as we separate, as soon as there's a separation between me and everything else, then there's a me and the world. There's a me versus the world. There's a threat. There's an outside and an inside. There's a me, us and them. There's a, there's a separation, a black and white as soon as there's any kind of, kind of separation, then there's going to be a sort of like, oh, now what are they going to do to me? What's that going to do to me? So there's this momentary uh, moment, and Trumpo talks about a blackout, like where you suddenly just go, oh. It's a shock where you kind of recoil from the openness and you make an us and a them. Well, it's rather a me and a it. And this first step is called form. So there's a, 
the moment where you form separate from the rest of the world. So this is the very first step, and this is, these all happen very, very fast. So there's this first step of like, uh, separation. And then the second step is feeling. So in that moment of separation, suddenly the separate you has a feeling about the it. And it could be positive, it can be negative, or it can just be indifferent. So it's like, oh, I like that. Oh, no, I don't like that. And it's the sort of very basic, you know, even amoebas do that. So they recoil from things they don't like, they kind of go towards with the protopod towards food, and they kind of just stay as they are to things that are, they're indifferent to. So there's form, the formation of separation, and then there's the feeling, and then the next step is attitude. So then the, the separate me feels, oh, this is good, and then it starts to think, I want it. It has a feeling of like, oh, now I want, I, want, I, I want this. I want to keep this good feeling. Oh, I don't like that. I want to, no, I want to get, push that away. I want to recoil from that. That is, no, no. So there's a, there's a sort of movement towards, there's a movement away from, or there's a sort of like, I'm just going to ignore that to the indifference. So there's form, and then there's feeling, and then there's this attitude. And then you get the fourth stage, which is, in the, in the thing, is called name, but is, but is really uh, labelling or kind of conceptualising. So you can like, mm, that's, I feel good, I want it, that is mine. It's my happiness. It's my excitement. Or it's my cake. This is my seat. Uh, or, you know, oh no, that's my anger. Or that's, oh, that's your problem. Or, oh, that's the smell of, oh, whatever you don't like. And the indifferent is like, I'm just going to ignore that. Just going to ignore that. It's unimportant. And this is the level at which, in our ego minds, we start to spin stories. It's mine because I sat here first. I, you know, I, I know just because I'm late to lunch, that, that means there should be some food in the can, so I'm going to go for it, I'm going to eat it. And we start sort of spinning stories about the reality. And this is the really kind of stomach-churning bit, the really boring bit, the really kind of repulsive bit. So the way we kind of justify, we spew out all this justification for essentially what's just a kind of land grab or a kind of like push away. We start to come up with all these really elaborate kind of stories about why I want this and I don't want that and you can just disappear. And then the fifth stage is what they call consciousness, which is the cleverest bit of all. This is where you start to then edit out all the bits of reality that don't confirm your story. So you stop seeing anything that might suggest that the cake is actually somebody else's. You stop seeing anything that suggests that the smell might actually come from your bum rather than someone else's. You start to edit out all the bits of reality that don't <coughs> confirm your story, your ego story about things. And so what happens is that you start, not only does ego kind of spin these really kind of like quite repulsive kind of stories about like why everything belongs to me and bad things shouldn't happen to me. 
but it also starts to distort reality in the sense that it just edits out anything that it doesn't like or doesn't confirm. But the, the clever thing about that is that that fifth step just makes everything really solid because nothing is going to challenge your view. It's really true. That is my cake. And that is your fart smell. You know, the whole thing gets kind of solidified by us blocking out anything that counters it. And so these five steps, what the Buddha calls the five skandhas, it kind of creates this rock-solid sense of self, this story that's totally cut and dry. And we keep on doing this, and we keep on doing this until we start to, we've cut so much of the world out, and we're so, you know, so solid in our beliefs that it's, it's just choking. It's choking, and it's incredibly boring. And that is the moment where most of us start to meditate. Because we just had enough. We can't understand why it's so boring and why life is so oppressive and our thoughts are so rigid. But our body, meanwhile, is still in the open space. So it's like, oh, God, come on. And we're like, and this is like, okay, well, there's still all this openness down here. So, you know, maybe we could, I'm going to guide you towards the island or I'm going to guide you towards, you know, Alexander Technique or I'm going to guide you towards whatever. You know, the body knows, but this habit of mind, which is very instinctive, this is why you should never blame yourself for spinning these stories. There's no blame necessary. Every, it's kind of inbuilt. <clears throat> but the point at which we can break the habit is at step number four. The first three steps really go so fast and are so intuitive and instinctive that it's very hard to break them. You can't stop feeling things or indeed that separation. <coughs> but you can intervene at the thought level and, and hopefully at the consciousness level as well. As you question the thoughts, as you start to perforate the thoughts, and let the thoughts go and dissolve, then the consciousness opens, it allows more evidence to come in to go, actually that was a load of horseshit that I was believing all those years. And then the whole kind of edifice starts to, to, to crumble and then you finally kind of come to rest in the space that's always been there. So it's, a, it's an incredibly subtle but an incredibly powerful analysis of how this whole I, me, mine clench of Jane's shawl comes into being. And I think the really wonderful thing about it is that there is no blame necessary. But we can feel the end result and not like it. That kind of clench is, is unpleasant and it's, it doesn't really matter how it arose, we can feel the unpleasantness and we can learn how to release it. Can I ask... Uh one of the words you used there was instinct. Mm. And as a human being, uh, an instinct is self-preservation. Mm -hmm. So would you not say that self-preservation and creating a, a me and it is an instinct rather than the beginning of a story? It's absolutely an instinct, but it doesn't have to be the beginning of a story. Because most of the time we're not under threat. You're walking around the island, there's no threat maybe a 
step in some horse poo, particularly aggressive gull, but um, there is no threat. So in the space, when there is a threat, then you re respond by self-preservation. You, res you know, respond, however, by fighting back or running away. But then once the, the, the situation has, the contingent situation has passed, then you don't need to do that anymore. The problem with the ego story is that it's full-time. It's a full-time spasm of very elaborate constriction. And that's what we don't need. That's what the Buddha saw is the source of our suffering, of our not enjoying our, our life on the planet. Thank you for listening, and please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.